Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Well met, fellow adventurers. I am now going to find a pretty decent wing. Now, the thing about this wing is the person who sells it keeps moving around. But fortunately... His location is in the adventure list. Painted pe Peddler, that's the person who sold it, sells it, was last spotted near Edmark. So, time to go there. Edmark, that's in northeastern Telsa, near Lake Ebrak. Here it is. The Camp of the Painted Peddler. You're standing in the recently established camp of the mysterious travelling merchant known throughout the realms as the Painted Peddler. A colourful tent has been erected at the far end of the camp. Next, next to the striking shelter stands the Peddler's, in, in peddler's Glowing Wagon. There is, of course, no sign to be had of the invisible horses supposedly draw the covered carriage. Now there's a link to the painted peddler. Here we go. No one knows the true identity of the curious wandering merchant. But the painted peddler has, for the better part of the last generation, been travelling throughout the North Broadlands, setting up camp and shop at whatever spot strikes his fancy. He never remains in one place for very long. The peddler has earned his moniker due to the fact his face is always painted, usually in some motive representative of the wild places of the world. The painted peddler is by no means a young man. 
a flowing white beard hangs just below his waist, and a full tangled mane of white hair drapes down from his large head and splashes over his shoulders. From time to time, the peddler sells special items that he found during his travels, or purchased from adventurers. The peddler's wagon travels throughout the realms on a painted the peddler travels throughout the realms on a painted glowing wagon, drawn by a pair of what he calls invisible horses. Many believe the wagon propels itself via magic, and there are no horses involved in affecting its movement, invisible or otherwise. It's been long been rumoured the painted peddler has, or knows where to find, Wackering's wing of motley wonder. Some adventures maintain the peddler has told them, he does indeed have the wing. He intends to put it up for sale very soon. Okay, who's Vakwin? Vakwin. Though his name was long synonymous with deceit and trickery, the master net mage known as Vakwin has, in recent years, come to be regarded as a legendary hero and adventurer. There are still those, however, who refer to him, him using terms such as scoundrel and woke. And sometimes worse, Vakram is also commonly referred to as a trickster because of the powerful magic he secreted away in many of the items he enchanted. Perhaps the most famous of his trick items is the legendary wing of Motley, Motley Wonder. This magical platinum wing, not seen in centuries, is said to be engraved with the silhouetted head and shoulders of four sinister-looking figures and said to possess a, va a vast array of mysterious and potent magic that can be unlocked by its wearer. Vakuin disappeared nearly six centuries ago, through the tales surrounding his unexplained departure always seemed to indicate that he left the wing of Mothley Wonder behind. But just where? No one knows. Adventures passing through the Griffin Crags, a rugged forest region in central Tosa, were reported discovering the ruins of what is believed to be one of Vakran's five towers, all of which were raised just prior to his mysterious disappearance, 600 years ago. Right. The peddler, a large, elderly man with broad shoulders, and a waist-length ivory beard seems happy to see you. He stands up off his stool at the edge of a roaring campfire and bows, tipping his wide-brimmed, leather-stained hat to reveal a thick, tangled mane of white hair that frames his painted face. The roving merchant's face is painted green and yellow. He offers you a mug filled with freshly brewed payload, and asks, is there anything he might be able to do for you? Alright, three options here. Ask about the glowing wagon. Ask about his wares. Ask if he has anything special for sale. Start at the top. Ask about his glowing wagon. Quite a prize she is, he says. Leaning over, over to the far side of clearing. He stops just before reaching the wagon. And opens his arms wide while gazing at the carriage. As if to present it to you. Drawn by two invisible horses, mind, he says, glancing at you sideways. Quite a prize they are too. You may not believe it, my friend. 
but I won those horses from a pair of ogres after beating them in a game of dice. It was many years ago now. More years than I care to admit. Alright, let's look at, look at his wares. The painted paddler takes you to over to the back of his glowing, brightly coloured wagon and displays for you the vast array of items he believes may hold some interest to you. Let's just have a look at these items. Yeah, yeah, it's g generic items. Not magical. And uh, not even that good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this isn't a place to buy normal equipment. But you generally don't buy normal equipment ever. You can also sell stuff. But who, get, but who cares about that? No, no. Ask the peddler if he has anything special for sale. The peddler smiles and slowly nods. I've got something very interesting. Something I suspect you may be keen to take a look at. Would you care to have a peek? Ask the peddler what he's talking about. Behold, my friend. For there it is, Rackenan's wet grand wing, and perhaps his greatest creation, the wing of motley wonder. The painted pe peddler produces a small iron box and gently lifts the lid. Inside, resting on the end of a finger-sized piece of wood, is a thick platinum wing. The silhouetted head and shoulders of four sinister-looking figures have been engraved on the brand. Let's have a closer look at it. This magical Rackman's Wing of Mockley Wonder. Unsurprisingly, it's armour for your finger, and, as you'd expect, encumbrance of one, and I don't think anyone would be surprised to discover it is magical. This magical platinum band, featuring engraved silver, silhouette, Grave silhouettes of her head and shoulders of four sinister-looking figures. It's perhaps the most famous of the many items enchanted by the great trickster mage Wackenham. The enchantments long ago laid upon this wing will provide bonuses to melee rating, stamina points, and Neville Reserve. Once you've managed to unlock them, the wing's powers are legendary. But it's said to take some time to unlock them all. Right, ask the peddler more about the wing. For what I understand, as related to me by Lily upon whose wing finger the wing most recently rested, he says, anyone seeking to unlock its power must visit the ruins of one of Rakrin's towers. I was told such a tower can be found somewhere in the Griffin Cracks in the middle of the kingdom. The peddler again shows you the wing and asks if you'll be interested in purchasing it. The price is 300 adventure tokens. Oh, that's too much, too much, too much. He says, eyeing you closely, as if to cause you action. Of course, if you've a substantial amount of gold or some battle markers, battle markers, we might be able to come to a different arrangement. Acquire about purchasing the wing. The painted peddler nods and provides you with ten increasingly confusing offers by which he agrees to sell you the wing. I cut Root currently has 93 adventure tokens, 
200,000, 227,080 gold and 55 battle markers. So I could buy it for 300 adventure tokens, can't do that. 200 adventure tokens, 50,000 gold. 200 adventure token, tokens, 50 battle markers. 200 adventure tokens, 25,000 gold, 25 battle markers. 100 adventure tokens, 100,000 gold, 100 adventure tokens, tokens, 100 battle markers, 50 adventure tokens, 50,000 gold, 100 adventure tokens, 50,000 gold, 50 battle markers, okay, or, or 50 adventure tokens, 200,000 gold, 50 adventure tokens, 200 battle markers, 50 adventure tokens, 100,000 gold, 100 battle markers. Alright, I'm going to get it for 50 adventure tokens and 200,000 gold. Purchase the wing using this payment option. Alright, uh, that was pretty much nearly all my gold. The peddler smiles as he accepts your payment. Poor! Bad. There you are, he says as he hands you the platinum wing. I do hope you like it. There are many who can lay claim to an item quite so powerful, also legendary. It's Varkun's wing of Motley Wonder, and we looked at it before. You purchased this grand wing from the mysterious travelling merchant known only as the Painted Peddler to unlock the full might of this wing before sure to seek out Vakran's ruined tower in the Griffin Crags in central Tulsa. Gonna have to do that next. The Painted Peddler tells you, thanks you for purchasing the wing, and reminds you that to unlock its full potential you need to pay a visit to the ruins of one of Vakran's long-abandoned towers. I've heard tell that one could be found somewhere in the Griffin Clags, he says, shrugging his shoulders. I don't care much for that for that part of this great kingdom, and you certainly wouldn't catch me anywhere near those cracks. So I can't say whether or not there's any truth to it. Good luck all the same. You bid the peddler a polite farewell. To search for the ruins of one of Wackland's abandoned towers, travel to the Griffin Crags in central Tulsa. Alright, I'm going to do that right now. Town of Evmark, northeast Tulsa, central Tulsa, the Griffin Crags. This wild expanse of forest north of, nor north of Goblin Hollow was named long ago for the ancient line of Griffins that once made their lairs in and around its many towering tours and ridges. Explore the Griffin Quacks, this vast, the vast or widdle forest region known as Griffin Quacks, provides both challenging, provides both challenging and treacherous to navigate. Explore now. You explore the vast crag-strewn forest for quite some time without discovering anything of any particular significance. Keep exploring. Uh, 
Here's an armoured scavenger. Just gonna take that down. Thrusts its sharp horn at you and is slain. 2xp. You pause to catch your breath and check over your equipment, following the defeat of the armoured scavenger. At last, certain you are no longer in any intimate danger here. You once again set off to resume your exploration. Keep exploring. Nope, nothing that time. Alright, here's a dark cave. That's no fun. Nope, nothing of significance. Four leafy... The exploration of the Griffin Clags is suddenly interrupted by an encounter with a group of leafy prowlers. What are leafy prowlers? The leafy prowler is a large, black-scaled beetle commonly found in woodland settings. Leaves and other forest debris stick to its slime-coated shell, providing the insect with excellent camouflage and earning the creature its name. Hmm. Curious. Alright, begin combat. The aggressive, leaf-covered beetles snap at you with their broad pinches and are slain for XP. You pause to catch your breath and check over your equipment, following the defeat of the four leafy prowlers. At last, certain you're no longer in any imminent danger here, you once again set off to resume your exploration. And that's a nothing. Three chai jaws. Yeah, I've had quite enough of those things recently. Well, not, not that recently. Alright. Uh, okay. Three more explorations, and then I'll pause. Two. There's a black horn beetle. Quick combat that. Two XP. Explore once more. Alright. There's another black horn beetle. Okay, I'm gonna pause it until we actually find the tower. Well, we've got a suddenly. While exploring the northeast section of the forest, you discover a broad, overgrown clearing. The centre of the clearing are the heaped, crumbled remains of an ancient tower. You've made a special note of this location, Rachnan's Ruined Tower, and may return into the future whenever you explore the Griffin Cracks. You're standing at the edge of a grassy, treeless swath, in the centre of which lies the toppled, moss-covered ruins of an ancient tower, a massive block of stone, presumably once part of the collapsed structure's foundation, bears the engraving of an ornate V. You immediately recognise you're looking upon one of the long-abandoned towers of Vakwin. As you gaze across the overgrown clearing, following your eyes, to wander over the heaps of rubble that served to mark the spot where the mighty tower once stood. You're overcome by an eerie feeling. Feeling that suggests you're being watched. Alright, make my way into the ruins. Struggling to suppress a rising sense of uneasiness, you cautiously make your way into the ruins. As you approach the centre of the ruins, you suddenly draw to a halt. There, between two tall pines of shattered stone, stands the tall, faintly glowing spectre of a young, chain-clad man. The phantasm of the young man turns in your direction and nods. The ghost then silently beckons for you to approach. Realise at once that the spectre before you is that of a youthful Vakran. Approach the spectral image of Vakran. Of course I will. You boldly step towards the glowing apparition of Vakran. 
the sense of uneasiness you felt since first approaching, since first arriving at the site of the ruined tower, gives way to one of wonderment, as Vakarin's ghost steps forward and envelops you. The glowing apparition then quickly retreats. Alright. Potent level energy, long locked away within the first of the wings engraved figures, has just been released. Potent level energy, long locked away within the second of the wings engraved figures, has just been released. And so on for the third and fourth. 256 experience to general. The wing of Motley Wonder is currently enchanted with the following following bonuses. 4 to melee rating, 2 to stamina points, 3 to Neville Reserve. Alright, that's pretty good. Now let's have a closer look at its description. Racklin's Wing of Motley Wonder. The first, the first of the four engraved figures emits a bright blue glow. The third of the fourth, fourth engraved figures emits a bright green glow, and that provides one Neville Reserve. The fourth of the four engraved figures emits a bright blue glow, that provides two MR, two SB, and two NV. Okay, so you just got every two hours, you go back here and then you can boost your wing. After a quick search of the tower wounds, you make your way back to the edge of the overgrown clearing. Alright, I'm going to go away from there for now. Now back to Talonus. Now I'm going to pause. Well, I wait two hours for until I can get the next next try. Okay, time has passed. Time to see the spectral image of Vakrin once again. You boldly step towards the glowing apparition of Vakrin. The sense of uneasiness you felt since first arising at the sight of the ruined tower swiftly gives way to one of wonderment. As Raccoon's ghost steps forward and envelops you, the glowing apparition then swiftly retreats. Potent Neville energy, locked within the second of the wings engraved figures, has just been released. It now, for 64 XP to general. The wing of Watley Wonder is currently enchanted with the following bonuses. Four to melee waiting. 6 to Stanima Points, and 3 to Neville Reserve. Please note. And then I'll be back in 2 hours. Ta. Okay, go number 3. None of the potent Neville energy still locked within the wings' four grey figures has been released in this attempt. But I still get 16 XP to general. So at least that's something. Alright, so another two hours. I'll be able to have another go. Tough for now. Alright, time to see if we get another bonus. 
You boldly step towards the glowing apparition of Aquin. Your sense of uneasiness you felt since first arriving at the sight of the ruined tower swiftly gives way to one of wonderment as Vacuum's ghost steps forward and envelops you. The glowing apparition then quickly retreats. Nope, nothing that time. Alright, I'll pause while we wait two hours for it to be available again. And no luck the next time either. Alright, time for another try. The glowing apparition then quickly retreats. Alright, potent neveral energy. Long locked away within the fourth of the wings engraved figures has just been unlocked, just been released. 64 XP to general. The wing now provides 5 milo waiting, 7 stamina points, and 4 neveral reserve. So I can be back in 2 hours, or maybe more, to get the rest of them. Saving in Trithic, I mean Talonus, in the meantime. Okay, approaching the Spectral Image of Vakrin for another roll at the wing bonuses. You boldly step towards the glowing apparition of Vakrin. It appears, it retreats. Nope, nothing was released that time. But I still got 16 XP to general, so at least I got something. Anyway, while I'm here, I'll explain a bit about how it works. So, this wing has four fi the four figures that I described. The first one raises MR between one and between 0 and 4. The second one raises raises SP and the third one raises NV. And the fourth one raises all three. And the more they get upgraded the more the, the, the colour changes. At first the colour of the glow changes. At first there's no glow at all which means they don't do anything. Then you get a green glow, then a blue glow, then a yellow glow, then finally a red glow, where it raises the stat or stats by four. So once the wing's fully upgraded, it's plus eight, plus eight, plus eight. But that Looks like it's going to take a while, because one of them's still at one. The, the NV one. So anyway, that's it for now. Time for another go. Approach the spectral image of Varkrin. Oh, oh dear, I didn't. Oh dear, I forgot to move on from the... From the previous scene. So, oh, oh well. Have to wait a bit. Alright, time for another go. Make my way to the ruins. 
post vacuum spectral image. Ah, I got a boost. Potent Neville energy locked away within the first of the wings engraved figures has just been released at 64 experience to general. Actually, you know what? You don't have to actually maximize the wing to to unlock the things that you unlock by having it. So anyway, this continues. I keep going I keep going back to the tower, but I'm I'm not going to record that anymore. It's not but it's not that really exciting. Well, not well, not not for the person who it's not even your ring getting more powerful. So instead, now let's move on now to the to a new place you can get to with the ring. You can go attempt to make your way to the pinnacle of rock. Alright, making use of concealed patches of stone and exposed tips of rock pinnacles that jut through the surface of the morass. May be possible to make your way to the very heart of the deadly mire. Be warned, however, that such an endeavour could easily result in an untimely and rather gruesome dem demise. Make my way to the pinnacle of rock. Well, we've done this before, when when Zoop was a terrible archaeologist. But this is Wood doing it. Okay, seventy percent of the way there. All right, I've dubbed this island Sword Island. Search for the tomb. Suddenly. Less than a dozen yards from the shore of Sword Island, the bubbling black surface of the bog begins to wreathe violently. Strange hissing and popping sounds rise into the air as nine tar-covered, vaguely humanoid shapes emerge from the infernal rolling mire. You watch in horror as the tar man steadily draw up to the shore of the small, rocky island. Hold your ground and engages the tar men. The nine tar men step onto the stony shore of the island and promptly surround you, cutting off any chance of immediate escape. The first of the strange, tar-covered beings moves silently towards you, its powerful arms drawn back in anticipation of delivering you a devastating blow. It's a tar man. Well, we fought them before. At the same time... Probably a lot of them. Yep, back when Zoop was a terrible archaeologist. But, okay, let's fight this one. The next of the remain five remaining Tarman moves silently towards you. Its powerful arms drawn back in anticipation of delivering you a dead devastating blow. Tarman. The silent being of Tar swipes you through his broad, oozing limbs. Oh dear, I'm going to need a bath after this. A very long, very, very bubbly bath. 
Because what's the point of having a bath if there's no bubbles? Masterful slash 24, 22MR this round. Give me lays a particularly brutal stroke on you for 6 damage, but it's still slain. 6XB for that. You the wall, 6XB. It all adds up slowly but surely. Here's the penultimate Tarman. And here he is, the final Tarman. And yeah, 6 combat experience, and then 144 experience to general. A gross amount of experience for a gross task. The last of the Tarman swiftly melt into a pool of bubbling black liquid at your feet before sliding back into the walling depths of the deadly blob. With no more of the strange tar beings in sight, relax your guard and spend the next several moments recovering from the brutal encounter. Right, let's find the tomb. Climb down into the crypt. Okay. The first thing I've got to do is solve the puzzle. Alright, I've got to do the... I've got to do the entire puzzle I solved. Back when Zoop was a terrible archaeologist. But you've heard that before. So no need to do that again. So, just going to pause while Wook does it for himself. Okay, this is the new stuff. I've just defeated, I've just robbed this tomb. After defiling seven graves, I get to defile an eighth grave, defeat an own dead king, and steal his stuff. For archaeology, by smashing all the archaeology. The ring of motley wonder, perched proudly on your finger, suddenly emits a bright red glow. As the glow fades, you suddenly become aware of something you're, you're certain wasn't there a moment ago. In the southeast corner of the chamber, you spot a step, spot a step of steps leading down into the darkness. Climb down the steps. You cautiously descend into a lower, long hidden level. Of the ancient Ardavarian tomb. You're standing at a set, the base of a set of stone steps that lead up and out of this tower, of this lower, long hidden level of the ancient Ardavarian tomb. To the east and west, a broad corridor plunges into darkness. To the south, you can see a wide alcove. Alright, I'm in the middle. And there's a little square, and then there's things to the, there's a passage to the south. Yeah, well, there's things at the northeast, southeast, northwest, and southwest. Okay, I'm going to the little northeastern alcove first. You're standing at the end of a corridor, protruding from the east wall is a long iron lever. The lever is currently set in the up position. Piers, you could pull it down if you wanted to. Ah, oh, pull it down. You take hold of the iron lever. With only minimal effort, you pull the lever down. Yeah. You come to... Okay, much to your surprise, you find you're unable to budge the lever. 
You can come to a conclusion once the lever has been moved into the down position, cannot be returned to the up position by any normal means. It seems that someone has already pushed it down. Now the thing about these levers is everybody who plays the game has the same levers. So if someone else pulls them down, they're down for everybody. An elaborate scene has been engraved on one of the walls of this section of the corridor. The wall carving depicts a vast bubbling boress. Boress, out of which rises a towering creature. You're certain that the mire depicted in the engraving is Tar Lake. Beneath the scene is a short, uh, short engraved verse. You readily identify the language to be ancient Ardavarian. Attempt to weed the ancient verse. The, your mastery of lore allows you to roughly translate the ancient verse. The beast is the bog. Is the beast. Alright. So the entire bog is a living creature. And it's probably angry that I've just walked all over it. And beat up its little tar. Tar men. I don't, does it feel anything when the Tarmen get beat up? Probably. Anyway, it's angry. And it's huge. <laughs> Alright, this lever's up. Pull it down. Oh, here's a Tarman. Without warning, a bubbling puddle of tar suddenly seeps up through a crack in the floor. You step back and draw yourself into a defensive stance as a large, vaguely humanoid shape begins to take form. Out of the black, writhing mass. Undaunted, you prepare to engage the sinister tar being. Okay, yeah, it fights like the rest of them. And it is now slain. 6 XP. Here's another one. 6 XP. The tar man swiftly melts into a pool of bubbling black liquid at your feet before swift. Swiftly seeping into the cracks in the floor of the passage and disappearing from view. After taking a few moments to check over your equipment, you once again resume your exploration of these dark corridors. I guess that I guess it's return to Ugawa, or, or, or however it is that most is pronounced. An elaborate scene. I'm on the western side now. An elaborate scene has been engraved on one of the walls in this section of the corridor. The wall carving depicts dozens of men laying down swords, spears and axes at the edge of a vast bubbling morass. You have no doubt that the mire depicted in this engraving is Tar Lake. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, makes sense. Yep, yeah, put, put, put offerings in, in the lake. Admittedly, people probably put offerings all over the place. But it's when it's in this tarish, boggish lake, that's when they survive so people can notice them. And, you, and you know, if, if, something, if, if a lake starts killing people for no reason, you're probably going to think, mm, maybe I'll give it something nice. It'll be, it, it won't kill us anymore. And then you start with the human sacrifice. Because... When in doubt, human sacrifice. 
every every god wants a human sacrifice, except you know the ones that aren't awful. <laughs> yeah, but it's the one, it's the ones that want human sacrifice that you got to watch out for, because they might whack your things even more. All right, here's another lever, southwest side. Put it down. Yeah, looks like no one's been here recently. Not surprising, considering you need Bakran's ring to go there, and with the release of Zorlion's wing and Kildra's serpent wing, that's become a lot less desirable. Because now it's now it's starting to replace, you know. Good wings, like Runeskin's wing. Rather than pretty mediocre wings like the Wing of Disguise. Quick combat with the Tarman. And it is slain. Alright, one last lever. Put it down. Alright, head back. Alright, here's another scene. Engraved on the eastern wall. The walls, the wall carving depicts dozens of men bowing before a towering creature that's rising out of the centre of a wide, bubbly morass. You're certain that the mire depicted in the engraving is Tar Lake. Right, back to the middle, now south. You're standing in a wide alcove just to the south of the stairs that lead up and out of the tomb's lower level. Against... Against the far wall, perched upon the base of a glistening black mirror-like stone, is a large altar. The top, the top of the altar is carved to resemble the massive head and gaping maw of some hideous beast. A shimmering field of black and silver sparkles. Black and silver sparkles arcs over the altar. Approach the altar. You're standing directly before the Blackstone Altar. The top of the altar has been carved to resemble the massive head and gaping maw of some hideous beast. The mouth of the altar is empty. You haven't yet placed any blobs of tar in the altar's mouth. Please note, for your tar blobs to be added to those in the mouth of the altar, you need to save your game. Return here after saving the game. Saving the game to update your total. Now, in this thing, uh, if, if you do the the tar map, the giant tar beast multiplayer, every few rounds you can get something called quivering tar blobs. And there's a cauldron here you can throw them into. And ev and all the blobs that everyone in the game throws in, they're tallied up. And then once enough of them are opened, the portal has appeared. Fortunately, I'm pretty much get I'm uh, stealing everyone else's effort because the portal's already open. A swirling black portal hovers to the left of the altar. A low hum animating from the portal's inky core fills the alcove. 
to place a tar blob into the mouth of the altar, you need to use it. Do I have any quivering tar blobs? Don't think I... Nope, don't, don't. Wut never got any because he never quite got strong enough to reliably get them. Or I just... Right, he just doesn't have them. I'll just check. Control. Ta 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 Yep, yep, no. Yep, no tar blobs from... From... No tar blobs from wood. Alright. Now this is the fun. Okay, now I'm really lucky that this, this portal just happens to be open. Usually it wouldn't be open and you'd have to wait ages for enough people to throw blobs of blobs of tar in for it to open. But I got lucky. So I can just step into this portal and then unlock the super secret content and incredible prizes. Step into the portal. You attempt to step into the swirling portal, repelled by a powerful unseen force. Uh, I, ge I guess it's not allowing me just to cheat. Okay, I think I have to place at least one tar blob in there to open the portal. I guess it doesn't it doesn't like freeloaders. Fair enough, fair enough. Now okay. So nothing for it. I'll have to get some. Quick combat with the tar man. Alright. Alright, let's make my way out of this. The secret lower dungeon. Alright, leave the chamber. Now, let's just see. Alright, I can heal myself up after this tomb and blobs. Leave the island. Uh, and, oh, it's a lot easier to leave than enter. Western side of Tar Lake. Western Lake Shore. Oh, hmm. View the details of this last battle. Okay, let's see the scenario. How long have we got? Well, looks like the Tar Man isn't going to be round again for five hours. Hmm. It's probably... It's probably the blobs we duck may well have been the blobs from his last defeat which opened that portal. If so, uh, the portal the, the portal may well be closed before I can pay to enter. So I'm, I'm going to pause while we wait five hours for things to happen. I've just got the item that I need. I retreat from the monster when suddenly on the ground nearby you spot a small quivering mass of black tar. Much to your horror, you note the blob of tar bears a disturbing resemblance to a horror-stricken human face. Despite your initial misgivings, 
You reach down and take possession of the tar blob. I have a quivering blob of tar. This quivering fist-sized blob of black tar bears an unnerving resemblance to a horror-stricken human face. Okay, I'm trying to, going to try to get more, and then we'll put them to use. Alright, I've got two blobs of tar. I've made my way to the tomb. It's a lot easier the second time. Alright, down to the secret le level. Now. Alright, going south. You're standing in a wide alcove, just to the south of the stairs that lead up and out of the tomb's lower level, against the far wall, perched upon a base of glittering black mill-like stone, is a large altar. The top of the altar is carved to resemble the massive head and gaping maw of some hideous beast. A shimmering field of black and silver silver sparkles approach the altar. Repelled by a magical barrier. Okay. Which means I've got to pull the levers. Pull the north. Alright, northeast. Northwest. Alright, past the inscriptions. About them worshipping this, this big blob beast. Which makes sense. I mean, it is. It is pretty godly. <laughs> yeah. Or at least you're going to pretend it's a god so it doesn't eat you. Which is good enough, really. Alright, that's four levers down. I should be able to get to the altar now. Now, is the portal still open? Approach the altar. You're standing directly before the black stone altar. The top of the altar has been carved to resemble the massive head and gaping maw of some hideous beast. The mouth of the altar is empty. You haven't placed any blobs of tar in the altar's maw. Alright. Time to put my own blobs in. Alright. Use. I put two blobs in. You carefully place your two quivering blobs of tar into the altar's gaping maw. A deep sense of dread comes over you. Alright. Now, for my blobs to count, I have to save the game. So, I'm just going to quickly make my way out. Save. Alright, out of the crypt. Leaving the island. Travelling to Talinus. Because that's at the nearest save point. Alright, now... Let's go and look. Attempt to make my way to Sword Island. Took the path I took previously. Climb down into the crypt. Alright. Down into the, the Cryptia crypt. Approach the altar. 
the mouth of the altar to- currently contains two blobs of tar. Since discovering the altar, you've placed a grand total of two blobs of tar in its maw. Now, it's going to be a long, long time for there to be enough blobs in it for it to... for the portal to open. Is it 100? Is it 200 or 100? I'll just check. Right, so to get... To get to open the portal to the secret bonus dungeon, I've got to put in eight blobs myself, and there's to be 200 blobs from everybody else. So that's going to take a while. So anyway, the next, the next when that's happened, it's going to be in another episode. And until and well, there'll be another episode which will be in a while. So I guess for the next episode, I'll just start reading the lore book because I've pretty much done everything now. And until then, farewell, fellow adventurers. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.